0: El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do any of that shit joining me today he's my co-host on this podcast so you should already know his name but nevertheless every time he's on i have to fill this space with stuff to say about him i don't know he's a good dude who's been to a lot of protests lately he's also one of my favorite people in the world ladies and gentlemen jeff may also joining me you know our next guest as one of my co-hosts on the conspiracy the show podcast and if you don't know our next guest as one of my co-hosts on the conspiracy the show podcast you should probably listen to that podcast more it's pretty fucking great anyway ladies and gentlemen olivia Hyder. it's gonna be a great show hey everybody welcome to unpopular opinion i'm adam todd brown joining me as co-host today who are you
1: hi unpopular hi ladies and gentlemen it's jeff boy welcome
0: <laughs> jeff is back in the co-host seat i always say my favorite co-host of all is no co-host but it's actually jeff oh uh, no secrets
2: no one no one tell no co-host <laughs> it'll break their heart
0: exactly oh, yeah. that's olivia hydar
2: hi yes hello Hi Dar. Hi. Does me get it?
0: I don't get it. You just said (laughs) you name, bro. Yeah. No. You name. Oh.
2: Oh. (laughs) 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 Me name have sound. (laughs) Kind of sound high. Jeff may understand. Hey, Olivia. How's it going? Oh, you know, it's all right out here in
1: Indiana. Is that where you, See I haven't heard much from you Olivia and I apologize that I haven't oh. stayed in contact it's just I'm a bad person. Oh no
2: that th- that's totally fine I've, I've dropped off the face of the earth the earth being Los
1: Angeles. No, Indiana is dropping off the face of the earth yeah. Yeah it tr- it tr- it truly is it truly is. Did you is. go were you like where's the place that what state would be the safest for me to go to
2: (laughs) yeah the right in the center yeah uh no no i uh my mom uh, and my sister live out here and i had already had a visit scheduled and uh to help my sister move back because she's going to usc and usc had to cancel or you know delay put the rest of the schedule uh semester online and so i helped her move out and then ended up getting stuck here for a lot longer than i anticipated
1: yeah that 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 can happen that's how most people end up in indiana they just end up getting stuck there for longer than they anticipated
2: it's literally the founding myth of our state yeah (laughs) it's just people were going they were going towards the west and then they just were like yeah this is good enough this hell seems great (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> Olivia is sometimes my co-host on conspiracy's show including this week that's true where we wrap up a very special set of bonus <laughs> episodes about the hunt for the Trump tapes with Tom Arnold which yeah. is a real television Ooh, I show like that, that uh, exists in the world so uh, you
1: you wouldn't like it if you watched it <laughs> I mean, he's not. I Tom Arnold is an interesting cat, you know, because like you're like, it, what is he? Is he a good guy? Yeah, or is he an opportunist? Uh, it's you a know, really weird. It's a really weird mix.
2: The series uh, does not answer these questions, and in fact, just raises
0: more. Yeah, I was gonna say after having watched the series, I can definitively say I still don't know.
1: No, and yet, isn't it crazy that he came out of the his failed marriage? the good guy between yeah. him and Roseanne. Yeah. It's wild. Who would have thought that that would have been the case? It's, and his, his career trajectory is legitimately insane because uh, he's, you know, cause obviously he started out as a, as a writer and comedian and, and right. You know, he got the gig on Roseanne as an actor, right. you know, and then from there, but then he's like, he ends up in like true lies. Right. Which well, is like, Oh, was like he Roseanne... in true lies?
0: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It is he's, all he talks about on that show. The it's fact the fact that best he was the best thing in he's ever lives. done. But, yes. then he be,
1: but then he becomes like a sports pundit. Oh, like, I didn't know about that part. Yeah, he was on the Fox Sports um show for like years. Like he was like the main host during all the Jose Canseco shit. Oh um, yeah. Like he was he was on there and then so he's got like these he's in awful movies and then amazing movies and then <laughs> back to awful and on like super popular sports shows it's just such a yeah. weird career yeah
2: uh very very bizarre dude seems like he might be losing his mind uh like currently actively mm-hmm. yeah.
1: uh on that's, the show that's the conseco touch yeah <laughs> and <laughs> that it's the kind the type of is, of psychosis
0: that kind of stuff's always fun to watch
1: so I, I, go, go ahead yeah
0: so clearly given what we've just spent the last couple minutes talking about, it should be obvious to everyone that the topic of this week's episode is police violence against protesters.
1: Officer Tom Arnold reporting. for
0: (laughs) (laughs) We had a bonus episode last week that still went out publicly that was about the murder of George Floyd. And on that episode, I was like, everything had just happened and you can tell i I was kind of at a loss for words Mm -hmm. the entire time which is rare for me i usually have plenty (laughs) to say about everything but we're back in the saddle this week baby and i think we're going to be talking about police violence for a few weeks because is there a more important issue in this country right now like it's coronavirus and police racism are the two viruses wrecking this nation right now
1: put that on a billboard adam
0: i will (laughs) i will board
1: we should get a billboard how much does it cost to get a billboard in like indiana or something we should ask tom arnold he would know
0: (laughs) (laughs) he would yeah let's just keep making tom arnold callbacks (laughs) this entire episode that's the only way we're gonna add comedy to this right As if we just casually shoehorn Tom Arnold into
1: every conversation. Tom Tom Arnold will finally be funny. (laughs) There we go.
0: Yeah, because Uh. what we're talking about certainly isn't.
1: It is not. And and especially as somebody who presents as a cop, uh, (laughs) I, I have to say it's hard to make jokes about this. Like, I've been to a lot of marches, and every time I have to be like, I'm not undercover. Like, I'm not a cop. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's insane. I mean, it's not insane. It's not surprising at all that all of these protests against police violence have just been met with more police violence.
1: Yeah. It's not surprising, and, and it's also, it's not surprising. It's awful, but it's not surprising that this is even happening. No. Like, it's just... There's a boiling point, and also I think the, the the importance of of active young people cannot be cannot be ignored. Like as the as the world progresses and the younger are being more active, then this is it's it. This is how it happens. I wish I wish they'd be voting as well. Because um, I think I mean, that would be. I feel like I this will
0: inspire people. to- Well, let
1: me we say that. But, but this anyway, this I, feels I, I, different. I really am hopeful.
2: Yeah yes it definitely feels different uh it feels especially different than every protest that we have had nationwide against specifically trump and his policies which while have had uh some moral impact it it doesn't feel the same it feels like these are actually having a real impact on people's uh ideas about the police and actual policy.
1: Yeah, and and that's it, it's really these specific protests are creating a, a, a sort of battlefield because police feel that this is an attack on their livelihoods. Yeah. You know, that it's not just it's it's we're saying that we want their families to starve or that we want them to die right because we want a system changed
0: and it's not that at all like when people talk about defunding the police it's not i mean some people would prefer that the police just be abolished and uh
2: yes i hi yes i and i would
0: that's actually way more achievable than it might sound like that yeah. sounds like a crazy notion but like deray mckesson was on cnn last night talking about right. defunding the police and I think he explained it really well. Like, there are things we call the police for that the police are not equipped to handle. Right. Like, if there is a mental health situation, like, you send a mental health expert. You don't send the fucking police. And right.
1: truancy as well.
0: So defunding the police doesn't mean no police. It means you send the police to deal with violent crime, and you send social services and things of the like to deal with issues that they need to be dealing with. And it's not as radical as it sounds. Like we spend too much fucking money on the police and it's having a very negative impact on this country.
2: Absolutely. Yep. I think the uh the key difference between wanting to just def- uh, defund and wanting to abolish is we I don't think that the police as they exist today can keep going even even with a uh, heavy defunding and heavy uh reform i just feel like the system itself is too it has racism too baked into it and we're we're seeing these cops out there what we're going to be talking about today attacking people who are just you know minding their own business and you can't really reform those people that's, yeah. you know, they can't continue to have any sort of authority.
1: It's a, it's a kind of bloodlust once they get involved to it. Not not to sound sensational by using that, that phrase, but when, when shit starts going on, you see it. You see that they're indiscriminately attacking. Yeah. You see that they are going after the press. Uh, and there's also, I think, a big... A big pushback against these protests is so many people are like, well, my dad or my uncle is a cop and they're a good person, like, or they're not a racist. And you're like, oh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, all racists have some kind of relative. It doesn't matter if you're it. Right. Like, like, some bad people have kids. And I know it's hard to face it because they paid for your house. (laughs) And here's the thing. My grandfather was a
0: cop. And you know what? He was a fucking racist. Yeah. Like, he was an open racist at home. I can't fucking imagine what he was like when he was pulling people over. Yeah. So, the fact that you know a cop doesn't mean shit.
2: No.
1: No.
0: Your personal feelings cannot come into an issue like this. There are videos, dozens and dozens of videos of black people just being murdered by the police in the streets. And Yeah, that's... So Go what does your family member fucking have to do with it? The problem exists either way.
1: That's the that's a system that I think uh, we're going to attack in another episode because it's a system that I'm very strongly against, which is the police hold a fraternity over community. The mm-hmm. fraternity of police is more important than the community that they police. So at, at that point, what do you do? Yeah. yeah. Like, you have to accept the fact that if a good cop stands up, they face retribution.
2: Yeah, they get silenced or killed like that's why they're that's why you say all cops are bastards because if there are a good if there was a good cop in the system they get fired or killed or silenced in some other way or they become a bad cop and you know there's no cops we don't we haven't seen a mass uh resigning of cops the only time we've seen cops resign en masse was when the cop in Buffalo was uh, suspended for shoving that old guy, and uh, all of the cops resigned because that guy got suspended.
1: And they only resigned from the emergency response team. It's not like they resigned from being cops.
2: Exactly. So, like, we're not... if If there were truly good cops, you know, good apples in the bunch... Uh, I feel like we would be seeing a lot more people throwing down their badges and actually joining the protests instead of performing.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's interesting. Well, I, I was going to say that the the problem I think with with that idea is is the idea that people are police are financially tied to their career, sure, uh, and that uh, you know they have children that they still have to feed, and so I understand that with saying like throw down your badge in March, it's not that easy because then their children they lose their house so sure. like that is something to to think about and and there are good cops they're the ones that are getting called rats and that are are getting punished exponentially uh by their superior officers for speaking out they are the ones that are getting trumped up charges against them and fired like, right yeah it's yeah. a, Former it's a cops. thing
0: what's unique about this to me is I feel like this is definitely not the time to start shit-talking labor unions, but the police (laughs) union's a huge fucking problem.
1: Yeah, massive problem. Like,
0: even those cops who resigned in Buffalo, there are a lot of suggestions that more than a few of them did that under pressure from the police union, not so much Mm -hmm. because they support their fellow officers' right to assault Elderly people and Uh, which I do agree with. Yeah. I mean, you should be able to assault elderly people, of course.
2: Sure. Yeah. No, we, you and I, regular people should be able to assault
1: elderly people. It's when the state does it that it's a problem. Agreed. It should be private enterprise. I am a libertarian on elder abuse.
0: (laughs) But even like throughout all of this, whenever anyone suggests that there might be some police reform, even with Garcetti sort of defunding the police, which we'll talk about later. It's always the police union who comes out and is like, all right, well, I guess it's just going to be chaos in the streets. We're all going to quit now.
1: Yeah. Didn't the NYPD go on strike and then crime went down? Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yep. That's like one of my favorite stories.
2: Yeah, and as far as police unions go, I it's we can't even really lump a police union in with legitimate worker unions. It's not like a teachers think, union, no. Right, like that's right. how that's how the police unions get by with so much of their shit is trying to mask themselves as a workers union when really they're, I'm, they're a just, mafia. Yeah, they're a tool of the state. They're like you can't really have a union at with that kind of
1: authority. They're even beyond being a, a tool of the state. They they are a tool of of their own interests. Uh, like, yeah, absolutely. It goes, it goes even past that. They the union exists so that they're not just a tool of the state, but they are their own autonomous right. fraternity.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I I gotta tell you guys, these police they seem like uh no good, no good. A couple of no good nicks. Yeah. A couple of rabble rousers. Not not a fan.
0: Jeff, you've been to a couple protests. I haven't because I'm still, to be honest, very worried about coronavirus. I am not in the best shape yeah. and I don't think I will fight it off that successfully, but I've contributed. I've, I've donated money. I'm like, everyone's yeah. doing what they can. We're doing what we right. can, yeah. To help Jeff, you've been to some of these protests in L.A. Se-
1: several. Yeah, I've I've I had to miss out on two days, one because of a, of a bleeding blister on my foot and then the other one because I had to work. Yeah. But other than that, yes, I've been going to uh, marches as well as as gatherings um cuz there the protests have generally been two things which is uh meet at a place um to hold some kind of a vigil or to you know uplift and exalt uh black voices in the community that need to be heard uh and then the other ones are let's fucking march yeah and the marches have been interesting um the national guard uh, upon recording Today is still, I believe, in Los Angeles. Although I think it's been recalled, I think it's in the okay. process of being. Like I think this morning, I saw a story that they're being pulled. Um, the National Guard is there for no reason. uh yeah. they they have rules of engagement, which police do not. Uh, which is which is fascinating that the police do not have uh, official rules of engagement the way the military does, and yet they are equipped like the military. The one that i went on that was bad was and when i say bad i mean the results of of it was i believe monday no tuesday and that's the one where we we marched all throughout hollywood and the police kept sort of moving blocks up and blocking exit ways right. and then the national guard came in to establish uh this weird perimeter that seemed to be a fence but then i told the national guardsmen to just get out of the way yeah I was like, we live over there. We're not, we're going home because we had to get to a point. And then we we stayed outside of the National Guard's grouping there. And then um, the police started firing uh, tear gas or rubber bullets. I know they fired. I I don't recall officially if they fired tear gas, but they did fire rubber bullets onto the crowd after they were corralled by both police and then sort of the invisible fence or the visible but not true fence of the National Guard.
0: Yeah, and just a reminder to people, the tear gas that police are firing at people is banned under the Geneva Convention. It's a war crime, yeah. It is a war crime to use that on the battlefield, but Mm -hmm. the United States uses it against their own people who are peacefully protesting all the fucking time.
2: Yeah, and not to mention, I have heard multiple reports of police on scanners talking about the tear gas canisters being expired, which... uh, When tear gas expires, it corrodes into cyanide gas, which I don't know if you know that is uh, deadly. Oh, cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Fun. Fun stuff, huh?
0: Yeah, I don't, I, uh, another thing that's keeping me away from protests is the fact that I don't own glasses. I'm so blind, I kind of have to wear contact lenses. And if I get tear gassed, I'm just going to be fucking blind. Like, you can't wear, it's it's crazy that, it's like a common rule: don't wear contacts to a protest because yeah. you know the police are probably going to fire tear gas. It's so common. It's so common for the police to fire tear gas on protesters in this country.
1: So I have picked up these goggles, which are create a seal uh, just in case. Nice. Uh, uh, and then I have um, uh, semi heat proof gloves. Uh, oh, good. That, that can handle. Uh, a hot canister for a couple seconds, just in case um, during a march shit were to happen. I recognize and understand that I have the existence to be some kind of a shield. Right. uh, Recognizing that I, of course, could be arrested. You're a large strapping white man. Yeah. I look enough like a cop. (laughs) <laughs> that they might think I'm I'm UC. You know.
2: Yeah, you could fool them. Maybe you, you need to start doing the research on what
1: the uh the color the band arm codes yeah. are. Yeah, except then I would just get destroyed by the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is fair. I, I don't I don't need that. Yeah, there, I've been um very much uh just just having stuff just in case shit goes down without planning that it goes down. And everything that I've been to, like one of the things that we're 100% going to get into is that in Almost every instance of what we call rioting or looting, these are results of police-instigated violence on peaceful protesters. Absolutely.
0: The, what's happening in this country are police riots. They're not yes. protester riots. These are police A- riots.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And and so I've been engaged in all peaceful riots. There have been, I've seen no violence. I have seen nothing but but love and peace. And then I've seen police erupt in violence because, right. surprise, the kind of person that generally becomes a cop is quick to pull the trigger.
2: Yeah. And I also would like to say that uh, at least, you know, I, I don't want to speak for you guys, but from my perspective, uh, I think that rioting is an absolutely appropriate response and a way to move uh, the needle and kind of get your cause demonstrated and it so even if people were rioting and looting, that is not cause for the police to attack and uh, beat people. And like, I mean, you know, we got the the third precinct in Minneapolis getting burned down. Uh, See, I these sorts with of that. things. Yeah, these R- sorts rioting- of things
1: are uh, are a tool they're a useful tool I think and, I think rioting against government buildings uh, would be preferred in my opinion yeah versus, it's it's versus just tough to it's just tough to business, uh, control but. that stuff you know
0: and people whenever there's violence or rioting people are always like well what does that even accomplish well after kind of a week a of these protests, which have involved some violence and rioting, uh, one, they're thinking about not even rebuilding that third yeah. precinct. Uh, Minneapolis has finally banned chokeholds, <laughs> which, how did you not ban that after Eric Garner? Like, what right. the
1: fuck? I'll say this, though. I, I think they've also banned, like, shooting unarmed people, and they still yeah. do it. Oh, you yeah. You know, like... Like, oh, are the cops going to follow the law now? Like, they're going to the, fucking... The, the rules... And That's
2: one of the reasons why the rules and reforms thing doesn't really work. But uh, the thing that's really blown my mind that has come out of at least the riots in Minneapolis is that they are legitimately discussing whether to just completely defund and get rid of their police force, which is something I never thought I would see uh, a major government consider. So that's like a huge... That's progress.
0: Yeah. Camden, New Jersey didn't get rid of their police force, but they did completely disband it at one point and just rebuild it from the ground with people who were hopefully less racist. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's... These protests have to continue. Otherwise... We'll just be back here in another year the next time the police kill a black person on camera.
2: They've killed black people on camera while the protests have been happening. Like, that's what's been yep. so wild. We've had uh, you know, people in Louisville and in uh, Tallahassee
1: both get murdered on camera. There's a great saying and I forget who I, I remember seeing it said, but they basically said anybody who wants to be a cop shouldn't be allowed to be a cop because there's something about the appeal of legal violence. Yeah. And I mean, there are, historically speaking, there are uncovered tales of of police not wanting aggressively smart people. Same thing with the military. Yeah. That they don't want too smart people because then they start questioning rules and, and authority.
2: I've heard multiple. I've heard stories from multiple people who were rejected from the police because their uh, scores were too, like their test scores were too high.
1: Tom Ryman's brother John was a police officer and left because he was like, "Well, I'm not dealing with this bullshit anymore." Yeah, like he was just like, "I cannot handle this," and he is a staunch speaker outer of police violence. Yeah, he's a good man. That one.
0: Yeah, this that's been. The craziest thing about this is how is any police department or city government expecting that this response to protests about police violence is going to be productive in any way at all?
1: Yeah. I think they're flexing.
0: The violence has been... Unprecedented.
2: It you know it just kind of shows that if they knew any other way of operating, then they probably would do it. But they just have no other way to respond to people uh, protesting against them.
0: There's a Twitter thread out there. I'll link to it in the notes for this episode. It's all videos of police violence from these protests. And the last time I checked, there were 281 tweets in that thread.
1: I think he crested up over 300 at one point.
0: And like just in LA, we've seen so many crazy videos. There's a video of eight cops just piling on this one woman in the street and hitting her with a taser repeatedly. An LAPD vehicle almost ran a woman over. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. That
1: one was a... That's the point where you just destroy the vehicle. Like, that's the kind of vehicle that you flip. Yeah.
0: Yeah, except they peeled out of there and sped away after they did it.
1: You got to at least walk out of there with the rearview mirror, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. A guy went live on Instagram just trying to walk home from work on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. And not only does he get arrested, but you can hear the police over the radio say, everyone stop where you are and apprehend someone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be driving by anybody, I believe is the opening sentence over the radio. Yep. It's insane.
0: There's a video of the police just shooting rubber bullets at people on the street.
1: The the drive-by.
0: Yeah. From the open window of a fucking police car.
1: Insane. At some point in time, these fucking rednecks that are running around saying, don't tread on me, need to remind themselves that this is what they stood up for, you know? Oh, you didn't, you just want to be racist. You don't yeah. care about an actual authority. It's don't tread on me, <laughs> not don't tread on these other people.
0: Yeah, it's not don't tread on us. Yeah. yeah,
1: Don't tread yeah. on me. But there, there's, there is going to be a point in time when stuff like that, when the cop car is driving by, where people mm. are going to start. I mean, I'm not uh, shooting from their yeah, homes. Absolutely. Uh, it's just going to start happening.
2: Like if the if the cops. Yeah. If they do not de-escalate, if they continue this pattern, the, then it's just going to escalate on the people's side. And it's going to be tough to blame someone for shooting back and, you know trying to defend themselves from these guys and i i said this on twitter the other day i there is going to be a time i i think where cops are going to look back and really long for the peace these peaceful protests they're going to really be like man i wish they were protesting peacefully like they did back at the beginning of june because you know i don't see this getting any easier
1: yeah, I, I feel, too, that I think we put too much on the black community to work to fix the problem. Absolutely. Where we're like, we need another Black Panther Party to really get out there and organize and stuff. But it's also like, we're, we and when I say we, I mean, you know, white, white people and white yeah. men in general. Like, we, we did this. Yeah. Why are we saying, well, black people need to get in the streets? It's like, well, we also need to do that. Exactly. Like, like you can't just say, "Oh no, look what we did." Well, I hope you guys can fix this problem. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is an all hands on deck situation, and if 100%. you think it's not, you are absolutely part of the problem.
2: Because the cops think of it that way, right? Look, like, uh, speaking of things in L.A., the that there was another. I feel like I'm going to be saying this is the craziest video I've ever seen all the entire episode, but <laughs> they're pretty the, crazy. there's the video where the cop car this cop van just hauls ass into the middle of an intersection and then like six cops pour out of the car and just go to random cars at the intersection and start arresting people like pulling them out of their cars and shit You should be allowed to
1: fight a cop like you should be allowed to like legally square off against a cop absolutely like put down the weapons like a legal challenge yeah. It should be in the Constitution. <laughs> or if a cop yeah. comes out, you'd be like, all right, well, trial by battle. Let's you go. Have to, we have to have a one-on-one
2: duel. We'll yeah. just put ja- Jackie Chan on the front of every uh, protest line, and he'll take care of it.
0: <laughs> hey, you won't believe this, but the NYPD has also been extremely violent during all what? of this.
2: See, that's super weird because they have
1: a reputation for being so chill. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: They certainly don't believe that they're above the law
0: me and olivia did an episode of the conspiracy podcast about the death of nancy Spongeon. yes and one of the big controversies there is uh she had a bunch of money that somehow went missing and people are like who stole that money it's like the fucking 1970s NYPD took that money. Are you crazy? <laughs> in what
1: world do you even ask that
2: question? Yeah. Oh, in, in the world where you have been living with heroin brain for the last 40 <laughs> years, only thinking about Nancy Spungen.
0: Yeah, there have been movies about how corrupt the NYPD is since like the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that when I Serpico don't... came out? It's Serpico, like a genre.
1: Serpico is uh, based on a very true story of a man named... Serpico. The only difference is that in this one, he ends up getting shot directly in the face. Right? I think uh, so. Yeah. 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 um No, that's uh yeah. The police corruption is a is a real problem.
0: And the NYPD has been especially active in beating the shit out of people during these protests. There was one of the first videos involved a woman named Dunya Zaire, who looks like she weighs I don't know ninety five pounds. Yeah very small and in this video she's just standing in the street and the cop walks by and tells her to get out of the street and she asks why and he very violently throws her to the ground yeah and calls her a stupid fucking bitch mm-hmm. she ended up in the hospital with a concussion she had seizures as a result of this shit like what kind of threat was That's, she presenting to that cop
1: sounds to me like illegal search and wait for it oh mm. Don't say it. It's a seizure. <laughs> oh,
0: it's her, she
1: got a bra She got very bad damage to her brain from the police. Yep. <laughs> Remember?
0: The cop who did it was suspended without pay, and a supervisor who was on scene will be transferred. Yay, justice. Oh, yeah. Now get,
1: he's like, good, because i got to I got to fill out my map of New York yeah. as to where I allow uh, crimes of state to happen.
0: Yeah. He's got a red pin for every beating he let yeah. happen yeah, in it's, the city.
1: It's, it's like one of those maps that you put on an RV <laughs> right. of like what states you've been in. Yeah. I'm trying he to get a- one in every borough. Yeah. Where have I beaten an, uh, uh, a tiny woman?
0: There was another video, this might be one of the craziest, and I agree, we're going to say that a lot, but (laughs) there's a video of this cop in New York, he reaches up and pulls someone's fucking face mask down so he can spray them with pepper spray. Yeah. Like, you could have just sprayed him in the eyes. (laughs) You didn't
2: need to do that. If you spray him in the mask, it's also going to suck ass. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. For, yeah. it's and it, it's gonna be work maybe he's yeah. trying to help like i don't want to <laughs> yeah. get your
0: mask dirty
1: yeah people are gonna i going to be 100 honest people at some point in time it's gonna come where, where people are gonna bring box cutters and shit's gonna go down where a cop's gonna come at you and try to do that and they're gonna cut the femoral artery i mean i
2: really believe for protests happening around the country to the intensity that they're happening in every state the fact that there hasn't really been a significant police casualty
1: is really commendable and you know also strenuously held <laughs> like yeah you know it's going to happen some guys yep. going to think he can pepper spray a, a tiny black woman or something on cnn and shit's going to go down where yep. where the, the community's not going to take it and they're just going to tear him apart people can only take so much
0: there was also obviously a video of the NYPD driving through protesters,
2: yeah, that was fucking nightmarish,
0: and what's crazy about that that was an NYPD news van. so that wasn't even the cop. I mean, it's the cops, obviously, anything for a scoop, right? But there were two
2: one of them was a was an was a cop SUV also, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so, but I the think video they were with both the two cops, yeah, I think they were both NYPD news. Which is still the cops.
2: It's literally, you might as well just put on the white hood at that point, because that is just, that is how white nationalists in this country assassinate people, is by driving cars into them. It happens, it, you know, it's been threatened and tried so many times, and it killed Heather Hayer.
0: I'm surprised there hasn't been more, I mean, I guess people just have enough on their minds already, but that guy who tried to drive a truck through protesters in Minnesota,
2: That was also just
0: bananas.
1: That
0: was was bananas. Horror. He was released. He wasn't charged with anything. I, Because they said he was frustrated. It's like, what?
2: So he drove a semi-truck through a massive crowd of people. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. You're so frustrated. Gee, I'm pretty frustrated
1: about that, too. (laughs) Right? What Uh should we do? You get it. You get it.
0: This is a quote from NYPD Police Commissioner Dermot Shea. While the investigations have to play out based on the severity of what we saw, it is appropriate and necessary to assure the public that there will be transparency during the disciplinary process. That's him talking about punishing these cops, which sounds nice, but he also went in front of the people and talked about a shutdown of protesters in the Bronx that he described as having been executed flawlessly yeah let's run through what happened there (laughs) let's leave let's roll tape protesters were just moving down 136th street in the bronx when they were blocked by a wall of police and as that wall of police moved towards them another wall of police came from the other end of the street with bicycles and as ben falding discussed on last week's episode What cops do with those bicycles is push them into the crowd. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this peaceful protest in the Bronx has police with batons on one side, police with bikes on the other, and they're just mashing this fucking crowd.
2: Yeah. Uh, Steal the bikes. Yeah.
0: People who tried to flee were tackled and arrested. Uh, There was a pregnant woman in the crowd, and they asked police if she could at least get out. No, she could not. Then the crowd was hit with pepper spray. So they pepper sprayed a pregnant woman. Uh, Roughly 100 people, including several legal observers and medics, were arrested. Two people left on a stretcher. One man who was arrested had just left his job as a janitor at a nearby building when police arrested him. This is a quote. We're locked in between walls of police hitting us with batons, hitting us with their bikes, and asking us not to resist. The bloodlust on some of their faces... It's like they're enjoying the chaos. They're just proving us right again. That was 21-year-old Bronx resident and college student Rolando Sanchez. And another quote from David Perez, another Bronx resident. I just saw a woman get her head bashed in because she walked away from an officer and didn't walk away fast enough. I saw a man exercise his constitutional right and say two words and about thirty officers jumped on him. Did I wake up in another fucking country? So that is the that is the operation that Dermot Shea described as having been
1: executed flawlessly. We should put Aikido Masters at the front of every line <laughs> so that every time a cop comes at him, they just sidestep them and let yeah. the cops fall over on the ground. Bring out Steven Seagal. Oh, wait, no, no. Wait. no he's on the other side. No, no, we can't do that.
0: Steven Seagal's out there somewhere. <laughs> he's
1: probably like a cop in Russia at this point in time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he's
2: still doing his uh, sheriff show. They just didn't tell him the cameras are off. Yeah.
1: It was so blood?
0: And this was described by a lot of people as one of the most violent protests on the part of the police, not the protesters. Right. And Dermot Shea blamed it on outside agitators, which is Oof. increasingly becoming a bullshit story.
2: I mean, yeah, never ne- the outside agitators thing, that is like a hoary old racist and anti-Semitic uh, phrase that has been used for decades and decades.
1: It's not wrong. The police are outside agitators because none of them live in the areas where they police.
2: That's absolutely fair. It's just, yeah, like you see posters from the KKK to Jim Crow to Nazi Germany all talking about outside agitators when really it's mostly just people who live there and are sick of the shit.
0: Yeah, if there's one thing I've found comfort in throughout these protests, it's that that Boogaloo shit is clearly... Not as much of a problem as the internet wants us to believe. Yeah. I feel like eight of those motherfuckers went out and were like, oh shit, there's only eight of us, aren't there? (laughs) We've just been talking. It's like, I feel like that Boogaloo thing is like the Ashley Madison of conspiracies where people think they're on there talking to thousands of like-minded individuals and it's just a bunch of fucking bots and like eight dudes who are like, we're going to bring about revolution. No,
2: you're not. They're more like just fascist cheerleaders.
0: Yeah. They just, they they like Ashley
1: Madison wasn't real. (laughs) (laughs) What was I paying for? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have to hear
2: it this way, Jeff. Ah, God
0: damn it. Someday there will be a documentary about the one dude who got laid through Ashley (laughs) Madison. (laughs) Like, no, it really happened. (laughs) So the thing about this particular protest is they blame outside agitators for organizing it, but the police knew exactly who organized this protest. And it was just a group of local activists who they've been familiar with for years, but those groups have also been fighting against police violence for years. And there's a video of these police kneeling with protesters at one point, which we'll talk about that more in a second. But the same cop kneeling in that video was caught on camera directly ordering the arrest of the organizers of this protest so they know yeah. who organized this protest and they're like mm, outside agitators
1: the kneeling thing is such a problem because it's such a trick and i can't understand why organizers are buying into it yeah When they're like, they're trying to be like all like almost Christian about it. They're like, take a knee and show solidarity. And it's like, this is a fucking photo op. Why, right. are you, why are you setting them up for a photo op so you can soften their image so then they can fuck you up? I, yeah. I can't fathom that. I watched that shit happen with the fucking National Guard where they convinced him to take an E and everyone was like cheering and trying to take pictures and I'm just yelling, that's just a photo op, that's a trap. That is a trick. Stop doing this. Just doing the cop's job for him. Yeah, that happened the other day
2: in Indianapolis at a protest here. Uh, cops had a whole photo op kneeling with a bunch of protesters and uh, with, with the governor nearby and then just literally blocks away they were at the same moment tear gassing and shooting people with uh, rubber
1: bullets. From one knee. Let's just get better aim that yeah, way. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's, that's just the aiming posture.
0: Yeah, the even that Buffalo emergency response team, the cop oh, yeah. who push that old man hours earlier was kneeling yeah. with protesters
1: yeah it's a trap. And even
0: then those fuck sticks were like oh that guy was involved in vandalism and it's like motherfucker yeah so he's 75 years old you gently walk him to the side and put <laughs> handcuffs on him you know, yeah push I, don't him.
1: Think a, I don't think a cop can do anything gently
0: yeah there have been like this vi viol- it's obviously not just new york and la this has been happening yeah. everywhere uh there's a really heinous video of police in minneapolis just oh. driving down a residential street and shooting paint canisters at people on their porch
1: like, yeah who well, is that serving I, I was confused about that what do you mean um paint canisters
0: that's that's how the person who posted the video described it
1: yeah like i don't i don't like i, I don't know what that means it, specifically. it looked like they were uh
2: those pepper guns the pellet Pepper guns, oh, pepper balls, yeah, that had uh,
1: dye in it. Okay, because well, pepper balls are just paintballs, right? But they're filled with a with with what is essentially a pepper spray thing, right? So yeah, and they so were uh, they shooting paintballs at them or paint and pepper balls? When you watch the video, it's
2: like the police are doing this march down a, a residential street, and uh, they start screaming at the person filming. To go inside because of the curfew, even though yeah. they're, they're on their property, like the porch, you know, you're not, you don't have to go inside for the curfew. And they start screaming at these people to go inside. And then it kind of goes to chaos because the police have started firing at them. And uh, you see people covered in green dye and uh, talking about the pepper bullets, I believe. I think they might have shot rubber bullets as well. I couldn't tell.
1: Yeah, it was, I was just really confused because when I think of paint canisters, I'm thinking they had like a tank shooting giant paint cans <laughs> into a right. crowd, which awful, but also objectively funny if that's what yeah. they were that, like. That's a Looney Tunes move right there. That's something pirates would do on a pirate ship. It's not outside the possibility of what you've seen police equipment do. Yeah, they just like... bring old timey catapults like trebuchets hurling fucking a bunch of Sherwin Williams paint cans at people i don't know that would be awful and objectively funny
0: (laughs) the thing about the media spreading those images of police kneeling is the police have been attacking the fucking media too yeah like how are you on the side of police right now and to be fair a lot of media outlets are very much not on the side of the police i heard fucking cnn say we need to defund the police
1: yeah Here here's what's happening is uh, and this is when a lot of people say media has a left wing bias and a lot of times what they're ignoring is that currently the truth has a left wing bias (laughs) and like that's infuriating to some people to know that their political beliefs have been co-opted essentially by lies and the police are moving further and further to fascism and so media's left-wing bias is just showing what the cops are doing which is crimes yeah crime and cops don't like being shown what they don't like people knowing what they're doing Mm -hmm. they want to act without impunity that's who wouldn't want to do their job with zero accountability like a hundred percent honesty if you could do a job where nobody's ever gonna tell you that you're doing it wrong and you can just do whatever you want. Why wouldn't you want that? It's just that ours don't involve carrying guns and yeah. attacking civilians. Yeah. Like it would have been nice when I was a teacher to just not have the principal like ask like evaluating me all the time, just let me do my <laughs> fucking job. But like at the same time, I'm not uh killing people. Right. Yet. Not like visibly. Yeah. Right. No, not at your job.
0: I was watching live coverage of the protests at the White House. And at one point, the cops just sprayed pepper spray directly at a CNN camera, mm-hmm. which is kind of like punching someone who's wearing a football helmet. Like it's <laughs> not you're not going to make the camera cry they can just wipe that off. But it was still like such a jar. And it's not the first image of that sort that we've seen throughout this where the police will just directly aim at the media and fire on them yeah that is like i don't care what side of the political aisle you are on if you think that's cool you're
1: wrong and you're bad for the country they're also firing and attacking medic and aid th- i mean yep. they're 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 doing war crimes absolutely they're doing fucking yep. war crimes and then they're just like we just people insurrection this is we're just dealing with an insurrection fuck them I've seen so many
2: videos where anarchists have set up uh, food and water caches in, uh, for protesters and medic stations, and the cops are just coming over and literally dumping out all of the water bottles, yeah, slashing the them police. so they can't be used again. That was a big one. Uh, and you know, it's they're just trying to hurt people. That's all they're trying to do.
1: Well, there's you saw the one where the cop was walking by with the shield, and there was a cameraman, and the cop like captain america bashed and he started getting really aggressive and another cop had to pull him in and tell him we're on camera right now
0: (laughs) let's talk about the thing that happened at the white house i was watching that live yes and when william barr came out because those protests were peaceful the people Mm -hmm. were just yelling from behind a barricade with a whole line of law enforcement in front of them yeah nothing was gonna happen they're They're not gonna charge the goddamn White House not yet. Bill Barr comes out, and the minute he walked out, I was like, Oh no, <laughs> yeah. this is gonna get' really quick and he just comes out and like surveys the crowd for a minute i don't think they knew he was there because he was behind that line
1: because he's a slinky little creep
0: (laughs) yeah and he talks to some of the cops and then goes back in and as soon as he goes back in way more military start coming out and joining that line and then Three things happen simultaneously. Trump starts his speech in the Rose Garden. The military moves on those protesters. And I got a fucking alert on my phone telling me that the L.A. curfew had been moved from 6 p.m. to 5 p.m.
1: Yeah. We get to talk about those curfews, too, in a second.
0: Yeah. To get that notification at that moment as the military was moving on protesters in dc yeah i was like this fucking thing's going to say we're under martial law right now yeah like that's what this fucking notification is going to say but it was just a thing saying the curfew had been moved up but it's still weird that it happened right when that started yeah like it this this kind of has the feeling of a coordinated effort that isn't going the way they thought it would
1: yes yeah. Who would have thought that that this administration <laughs> would be blowing what they thought was their coordinated efforts.
0: I think the White House expected people to be a lot more rattled by that looting that mm-hmm. happened in the early days of this. And I think they figured middle America would see that happening on in New York and in yeah. LA and be like do whatever you can to stop that from coming here, but no. Yeah. It turns out most of America is just pissed about police violence.
1: This is and the the move, the political move that's being made now is primarily through Fox News and, and, you know, groups like that uh, far right wing thinks they're trying to appeal to who they always try to appeal to, which is small town, rural America, by saying that this is an attack on american homes which it isn't uh that this is attack on american ideals which sure it is but it's also (laughs) that these things are coming for you that riots and protesters and looters are coming to your to to french lick kentucky yeah uh, and that they're gonna they're gonna burn down your nana's house and come for your fucking barn and that's not happening this is not an attack on people in Anyway, and they, they they are sensationalizing it they are they are the the right-wing media is creating the fear and this is the same fear that they created uh during the 1920s uh about uh prohibition yeah by saying that you know the the big city liberals are getting out of control and you need to protect yourself and your small town value it's the basic playbook and while i do think trump
2: is not helping the situation and is actively making it worse i do think that many i would say the majority of the reactions that we are getting from the government at the state and federal level and from the police uh is no different than what we would get if these exact same things were happening uh if a different you know if the democrats were in charge you know we Obama was president when the Ferguson riots were happening and the National Guard got called in. Like, this is just how the state reacts to this kind of a threat.
1: Yeah, they're not really good at it.
0: No, very bad. And I I think people are finally realizing this is bigger than just individual cases of police killing black people. Yeah, This is a much bigger bigger systemic problem that transcends any president we've ever had yeah that's what actually gives me a little hope about what's happening is and we talked about this on the conspiracy episode that's coming out this week this is bigger than trump yeah like trump's base will not save him from what's happening right now they might approve of any measures he takes to stop it But they're going to be the small minority of Americans who approve of that. Yeah. Most right-thinking people, and I don't mean right-wing, I mean people who just think properly, recognize that this is a huge crisis that has been ignored for so
1: long under every president, every government, every fucking administration. I, I think one of the things to get the populace to sort of accept and understand this is to sort of create the awareness And I think uh, streaming services are actually doing a really decent job about it, uh, about creating awareness and sort of breaking down white fragility, Mm -hmm. which I think is because, you know, I mean, when you look at who's supporting the police aggressively, you know who it is and you know why. And now we're seeing things being pushed like, you know, I know a lot of people from my high school. That And I was an all white community um, are starting to watch things like the 13th, mm-hmm. which is an important, which is, I think, one, one of the most important documentaries possibly of all time to Absolutely. really sort of push this awareness that that everybody is known. And I have admitted out loud that because of my former job and because of my degree, I always viewed racial injustice from a like a scholarly perspective instead of an emotional perspective. like I always am like, yeah, oh, it's fucked up that they did that thing, but they did that thing, and then this is a thing that happened, and then this is a thing that happened, but I kind of was forced to teach it because you're a teacher. Your you're, you're, you're job is not to convey sort of emotion. Your job is to explain what happened, uh, and I, I do sort of understand and, and regret not being more sort of aware of the emotional aspect of it. I viewed it very objectively.
2: Well, and you're kind of hamstrung by the curriculums and the, and the texts that are provided to our school systems to build our lessons out of. Mm -hmm. I come from a family of teachers as well. And uh, just, yeah, so much of our educational system is designed to reinforce this sort of baseline racism of our nation, you know, starting with the foundational sin of uh, slavery and uh, genocide that started the country. And I think that we're starting to see people who
1: are waking up
2: to that for the first time right now. And there's an awareness
1: of like, yeah, I didn't do it, but also like I for sure benefited from it. Right.
0: Yeah. And the thing about, well, I didn't, do it like you're not saying you did something wrong by acknowledging that black people in this country have been severely mistreated yeah yeah by the government and by this country and by the system that you benefit from you're not you're
1: not admitting guilt but that's the white fragility aspect of it is they think it's the admission of guilt that they i didn't do anything wrong why should i feel bad it's Why? the
2: defensiveness of the people and of people who have had power for so long. Yeah,
1: fuck them. I'm. I'm not. I'm not pulling back anymore. Like I'm. I'm just not. I'm not holding back on people that I graduated with. <laughs> I'm just like you're a fucking asshole. Yeah,
0: I don't like. I've been anti Facebook for a couple years now. I might just delete. I feel like I should just delete it. I haven't even logged into Facebook in years, so I've been able to avoid all of those people fortunately all like my mom is very progressive uh i don't have to worry about and that very she's sweet. yeah she's she's like the only i mean i have extended family that i don't talk to that much but i trust most of them to not be racist uh <laughs> but every once in a while yeah
1: you got a, yeah you got a cousin calling them them
0: oh i for we didn't even talk about police hiding their badge numbers that's a thing that was happening during these protests. It's too. all
1: the rage now. I mean,
0: Yeah, well, Jeff, it's just to mourn police who died from COVID-19, obviously.
2: Uh, duh. Yeah, all 27 of them, I believe it was. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was the NYPD's <laughs> excuse. Is, oh, they're just wearing them to mourn officers who died of COVID 19. And when people were like, no, Well, not. why is it covering badge numbers? They were like, Oh, some of them are old and they maybe slipped. Whoops. And then you look at the picture and it's 27 cops standing still.
1: Yeah. And it's like, With and all of their
0: badge numbers covered.
1: And there's fucking electrical tape instead. Right. You're like, Oh, did the electrical tape also <laughs> fall?
0: Yeah, the electrical tape was Seattle, and that's legal in Seattle.
1: Oh, Seattle, is it crazy to me that Seattle is fucking this up more than anybody else?
0: No, here's why. The World Trade Organization protests happened there. Yeah. And I was gonna include it in this episode, but we'll probably talk about it on the next one. That's actually one of the points in history that people reference in terms of the police getting more militarized and aggressive with protesters is those World Trade Organization protests. And those happened in Seattle. So it's actually not that surprising that the Seattle PD is yeah it was it was a real come from
1: behind you know when I I saw it all I was like oh hey yeah Seattle Seattle. is where
2: that's where the cop maced the little eight year old girl in the face
1: brave super (laughs) brave yeah what a heroic act seattle's finest
0: uh so yeah like i mentioned there have been a couple moments of progress the one we haven't talked about is they upgraded the charges against the cop who killed george floyd to second degree murder yeah which is good and they also arrested the other cops for aiding and abetting yeah and I've seen some people mention that they want them to upgrade it to first degree murder, but I do not. I feel like that will be really hard to prosecute. Yeah. Also, and I
1: don't th- really think that was first degree murder. Like there are reasons that things are called what they are. Yeah. I think everyone just assumes that first degree is the, is the worst one. So it has to be that <laughs> for the situation.
0: Right. But first degree murder, there has to be some premeditation Well, to th- it. At the same time, it's extremely fucking weird
2: that he knew George Floyd for years beforehand and they were co-workers.
0: But yeah, I think that's why they'll be able to get second degree yeah. murder. Because I like I feel like there had to be some inciting incident in the past between these two. And this motherfucker was just like, this yeah. is my time. Keep like, in mind, like, I'm if he goes to jail,
1: things aren't going to be good for him in there. No,
2: but yeah, I... It's just uh, I don't think there's going to be any charge that's going to be enough. I think pe- I think people, especially in the in the government, are hoping that if they do, if they handle that case well enough, then that'll chill people out. And I think that is is uh, wrong-headed thinking. I don't think there's a charge that will end these
1: protests.
0: Well, these protests are about more than George Floyd.
1: Now. Yeah, they've evolved. Breonna They're Taylor about
0: more and, and, than just and, police violence. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, there's there's names. There's a countless list of names, and and George Floyd happens to be the one that exactly. we saw the most recently. But you know, Breonna Taylor is a good example of that too. That was very totally. recent.
2: And th- this is this is now a a black liberation movement as much as it is a police brutality protest, and that's why I think. It's had the longevity that it's had.
0: Yeah, Garcetti defunded the LAPD by 150 million dollars, which sounds like a lot of money, but it's really just enough to not make the protesters happy, but to also make the police very angry.
2: It sounds like a lot of money until you learn that the uh, act, the whole budget is three billion dollars.
1: Right, three billion dollars. And then
2: they do this. I mean, and Garcetti, he's a real doctor evil. Well mr evil what and
0: even even before all this the police had the or the city of la had cut a bunch of social services to give more money to the police yep in the middle of a fucking pandemic yes like obviously we're spending too much money on the police especially if these are the results we're getting from peaceful protests in the streets Yeah, and we're
1: overspending for the people that are terrorizing the community instead of helping
0: right One great way to end police violence would be to take that money from the police and put it into those communities that are struggling.
2: I don't know. That seems pretty radical, Adam.
0: I know. What a crazy thought. (laughs) What a crazy fucking idea. Why would
1: we help people when we could have a tank? Yeah, that militarization of the police is a real problem because these guys become in fucking weekend warrior military without the training.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about that aspect of this a little more on Unpops next week i don't know who will be my guest me and jeff are gonna do a third episode also about this topic uh so buckle up there's plenty to talk about
2: and there's gonna be more every day
0: yeah there is a lot to talk about when it comes to police violence and uh i feel like we need to talk about it
1: by the third episode we're gonna be like well there's a war out there which is fun Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also on this week's episode of In Broad Daylight, which is our politics and news podcast, we're talking about William Barr designating Antifa as a terrorist group. That's a thing that actually happened. Yeah, Like it wasn't just a Trump tweet. Like yeah. William Barr issued a memo and said Antifa will be treated as a terrorist organization, and right. that the violence and looting around these protests will be prosecuted as terrorist now, yeah. Where have
1: we seen that when people are against fascism, they're terrorists? I feel like yeah. there's a parallel mm-hmm. somewhere. I don't if know. only we could find yeah, that parallel.
2: I All I know is I've I've, I've I've been used to the government calling me a terrorist since like 2001. So. Uh, this is really just a lateral move for me.
0: So I think that's our episode. That's a sold. I don't know. Like I don't know if we have anything to plug. We're going to be doing a thing on the network where we're going to give up some of our ad spots that would normally be used to uh, strike it rich in the HelloFresh promotion market. <laughs> And dedicate those to progressive organizations like Black Lives Matter and any others that are out there fighting the good fight.
2: Donate to the National Bail Fund.
0: Yes. Our post from last week's George Floyd episode has a whole bunch of links to where you can donate and help. And we will uh, continue promoting all of that. And uh, Black Lives Matter. That's all I got to fucking promote oh, this Black week. Lives actually, Matter.
1: Um actually all No. Uh yeah, of course <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Fucking hell yeah.
0: Uh any final thoughts before we get out of here? Fuck the police. Yeah,
2: fuck the police. Yeah. Fuck 12. Yeah, that's
0: that's a good one. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, Olivia. Say goodbye.
1: Bye. Jeff, say goodbye. It's a Big 104. <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> goodbye everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>